gonna this break a leg. So <laughs> this is so scientific. <laughs> Very Where specific. Where did your beard go, Reeves? Where did my beard go? Your it's beard. right. I see it. His beard uh, is right I there. Still, I still it's have on my his beard. face. I don't understand what you're talking about. No D. Take out the D. A bear? Beard. A bear? Yeah, you had a bear? bear? My beard. Oh god, my beard. Where's your bear? <laughs> <laughs> I have the ever important. This is the sounding board. We're joined this week by KEXP DJ Reeves Richards, who has ran away to find his beer or bear, depending on how you pronounce it. (laughs) Or bear, depending on how you pronounce it. I'm Josh. I'm the voice of the sounding board. With me, as always, is Camden, the hair of the sounding board, and Ted. The I I still don't have something for you. That's okay. Yeah. I don't mind. Why are you the voice? I've been. Oh, thank you for that. <laughs> Definitely always important. Why the voice? I wonder. Is it. <laughs> is it the voice? It's the voice. Because I feel like we all talk. We all have voices. They're all on here. Well, they are here. Yeah. But they're not the voice. <laughs> I feel like you're more like the mouse pad of the sounding board doing all the editing. Right? Well, that too. That too. But, but like, check it out. If the sounding board. We're to wind up on Good Morning America. God help us all. Yeah, yeah. why would we I'm, do that? I'm I, pretty I would, I would sure quit. that I would be the person there talking about it. You you wouldn't they wouldn't have all of us come? It'd just be you? Yeah, that seems you would stiff, you'd stiff us we've out all, of a trip to Good Morning we've America. We've all seen the Josie and the Pussycat movie. We know how that goes yeah. when they only pick the one. The and is important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm going to be starting my solo career. I'm pleased to announce. <laughs> or is the Sting solo career, Blue Turtle, or whatever it was. That really shitty album he put out that everyone talks poorly about. Or is it Blue really good? Blue Turtle? What is it? The, I don't remember. Which, which Sting solo album? Yeah, I, I said that, and then I meant one of the ones that was, like, extra pretentious or something. Because oh. some of them are, are they, fucking great, to be fair. Aren't they all? But they're yeah, all say, aren't pretty... like all of them like? Uh, what would, yeah. What would Peter Gabriel sound like if he had his head up his ass? Like that's <laughs> that's that's a lot of a lot of that. So, that's a good comparison. A lot of his solo stuff. Yeah. So Josh, place, you should be awesome. uh, no longer the voice of the sounding board, but the sting of the sounding board. That seems. Hi, like I'm Josh. I'm the sting of the sounding board. <laughs> that or like you're an FBI sting operation. The vigilante. The, 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 yeah, the, you are the vigilante. Not, you do not get the crow. No. You're not the crow. <laughs> no. You know they're remaking you not, that. You do not get the cool dead alter ego. Have you seen uh, that though? That they're remaking the crow. They've got it coming out pretty soon here. That's a different crow. That's okay. Well. That's the same. We're here they're, this, going, they're going to be, yeah, they're just going to keep making remakes. Yeah, for We're sure. Here this week to talk about the crow. Obsidian by oh. baths. They're black. Oh, it's hard right. to tell. Crows that's are black. what we're here this week Obsidian for. That's what we're doing. It, that's it right. is a little chaotic. Um, yes, we are joined this week by our first guest. Geft. Our first guest. <laughs> no, no, no. Geft. Definitely Geft. Let's be honest here. I am the first Geft in over a year. The first Geft in over a year. Has it really been over a year? No, I don't think it has. Since it has not, but we haven't had a guest ever. Yeah. I don't oh, think we've we ever a, yeah, had a guest. Yeah, we've had guests, but no guests. <laughs> no yes. guests. Yeah. The one and only guest. Yeah. The guest of guests. This has gone off the rails. Uh, but <laughs> so hi, Josh. <laughs> and welcome hi, to, Welcome hey. to the sounding board. I'm nice. really happy to be on the sounding board. Yeah, thanks. We discuss Obsidian. By a that. podcast that is sometimes <laughs> about music. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and sometimes about coffee. And sometimes about coffee. And sometimes about beer. Yeah. This dude looks like he drinks coffee. That dude, that dude is the yeah. beer fuck. The dude on the, yeah, the dude on the beard can. Uh, the beard can. The, beard yeah. can. the bear Does can? Like, is, uh, the bear can. Is he a robot? Um, 
He is definitely a robot. Robots well, don't often drink coffee, face. do they? And uh, he is also clearly... He's, he's got steel plating on his face, square rim glasses, a hat. He's a hipster he's smoking, stoner he's robot. A pipe. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a hipster robot, and his name is apparently Hubert. Uh, uh, yeah, well, that's a good name yeah, for that. Yeah. Uh, this is an MPA, <laughs> whatever the hell that means. An NPA or an M? Melvin Hill. M as in Mancy. M as in Mancy. God, you should know. Oh well. Wow. But anyways. Oh wow. Oh wow. Ted, I still don't have a good name for you, but I hear that you've been. I hear up to Ted some works pretty well. That's that's yeah. what I've been told. I feel Ted like word? Ted. No, Ted Theodosius. works pretty well. Theodosius. I've got Theogre. um. Theo. Yeah. I, have I ever told you about that? I <laughs> no, I don't got, think so. I signed up for one of those um like grocery store fobs that give you discounts at Fred Meyer, um and then they send you coupons and whatnot specific to what you buy. And um, it was my girlfriend at the time who worked there who signed me up. I don't know if she did this on purpose or not, but my name was spelled wrong. So instead of a D, I have a G. So it says the ogre. But if it's like the ogre hooker is what my name says on that. <laughs> and it's oh, the no. best oh, misspelling of my name I have ever had. And I love it so much. I'm the ogre hooker. It is... <laughs> Pretty there's incredible. So much wrong with that. There's, it's perfect. <laughs> there's a lot so of areas of the internet that you don't want to go to with that. Ooh, it's uh, gonna be great. A lot. Oh, it's gonna be bad for you, sir. My <laughs> porn star name has become a different type of porn star name, <laughs> and it's really great. So, the ogre. Did you uh, did you go anywhere this past week? You know, I don't think I went anywhere. Um, you stayed I've been in working your house? a lot. Okay. I have not left this chair actually since we last. <laughs> How do you recorded. get to that chair? How do I get to it? No, I I, I need leave really it. explicit directions on how to get to that chair. Okay, so behind me <laughs> is my bed. It's small, but it's a trundle bed, so it's not small when you put them together, which is helpful because I sleep in it with another human. Um, but Your grandma, there, yeah, my grandma. Right. She's, she's oh, old, old, and you man. know how cold they get, so you got to be there to warm them up. When they're cold oh, in the middle of the night feet. with the ogre hooker. Um, yeah, so Granny and I sleep back here. It's real great. Um, but they're, I think this bed is from the 40s, maybe. And it's all metal joints, so it squeaks a lot. And then the trundle portion, which is even more metal joints, like is first, like, here's your bed. This is where you sleep. Trundle slides out from underneath, and then you can, like, raise it up on these really cool... It's, like, a pretty nice, impressive little machine, considering how well it still works. But... And when you add when you add Nan, she's a bunch of metal joints, too. So yeah, really she... Is. Like, her whole center <laughs> point is a bunch of metal joints. Like, Gran is pretty metal. I don't know if you know this about her. I mean, you probably... The amount she drinks tell you, tells you how metal she is. But, um, yeah, so it's a fucking squeaky bed. So you, you roll from one end of the squeaky bed wait, to wait, the... Wait, wait, which edge? Um, the southern <laughs> end of the squeaky okay. bed. yeah, all right. Um, towards the northern end, so in a northern direction, roll. <laughs> so you, you, you sleep east to west? Yeah. Okay. I, I yeah, actually... No, important. honestly, this is really strange. Um, if I ever... Because I've got 
nasty insomnia that comes in bouts. Um, and so if I ever feel like I'm about to get hit by a spot where I can't sleep, I will change the direction I'm sleeping. I will either just like flip my pillow onto the other side, or I will actually just like sleep sideways. Um, especially if the bed's big enough and it helps. It's really weird. And I think it's just because I'm stupid, and I can tell myself that that works. <laughs> Who knows? Tricked yourself um, into working. <laughs> I tricked myself. But I, that's not what's happening. Insomnia cure. <laughs> there you go. Masturbate and change where you're facing. It's great. Masturbate and change where you're facing. Yeah. Okay. It's perfect. Okay. So and masturbate into where you're facing. Um, yeah. You roll north. No, south to north, Josh. Don't south try and north. change it up. We're orienting here. South. You to roll north. northward. 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 <laughs> the name of my turtle. Northward to the future. Northward. Um, northward and then you yes. get to the edge. <laughs> and as you roll, it's going to be like... And then you'll roll over again. And you're like... Yeah. And then you're at the edge. Then you... You don't even have to stand up, really. You can, like, do that thing where you're kind of, like, pretending to sit. when You're sitting on the edge, and then you just kind of, like, pivot your butt. They call... Pretending to sit. That's that's a pose in yoga, bro. <laughs> Is it called pretending to sit? It's called, Every, it's called, everyone it's called chair now, pose, please but it might pretend well to sit down and breathe. Um, so yeah, you yeah. rotate yeah. your butt, Out. and then you're in the chair. And okay. it's orange. You know it's great. the chair because it's here, and it's the only chair around. Uh, and then you stay here for a week at a time. And that's how you get to the chair, everybody. Uh, there are no Got tables it. to trip on, so it's way better. You don't have to go 30 miles an hour. Um, excellent, excellent. So once it's much you're in safer. the chair, what do you do for a week at a time? Uh, you know, you f- fuck around on the internet, and you know, you fuck around on the internet, and uh, you go look at the ogre hooker. You get pretty pleased. Uh, I bought a new phone on the internet. That's what happened. That was exciting. That's like the thing I did this week. I broke my phone last week, as everyone. That's has right. Heard. I remember. Um, and so, and I, did I tell you about my plan with that? Like, I was going to try the new Amazon Prime deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, So they've got, just for those who haven't heard it, Reeve, um, basically, uh, Amazon Prime put out this thing recently where they'll, they've got a contract through Motorola um, where you can buy a smartphone okay. um, and then get it at, like, half price, and you just have ads on it um, that pop up, kind of like notifications or sometimes, like, like an ad or... That sounds terrible but i yeah so but it was a 50 dollars smartphone and then now i have like a much cheaper contract through at&t because i just do the prepaid thing so it's 30 dollars a month with one 50 payment for as long as i want and it's awesome i'm really because i was spending too much money before and i hated my phone how often Um, but i had this a week huh how often Um, those ads pop up it depends there's usually one hanging out Sometimes it's the full lock screen, like when you unlock like, it, but normally what it is, out. it's just like, you, you can't close it, it's just like, <laughs> I, have this, I just have this image of just a fast food restaurant just being like, hey, come hey, to McDonald's, you want to you wanna get some McNuggets? Yeah, a lot of them are pretty, pretty unexciting, like look at that lady, look how happy she is, um, but I don't really even look at my phone very often. Um, and most of the time, if I have any notifications, it's not like the big backdrop. It'll be like, um, just like, oh, here we go. Like that. Just like a little drop down, like, oh, and I get plenty of shit from apps I don't care about, um, that look Turn exactly that like shit that. Off. Yeah, um, I did. I, it helped because it's other than like, 
that feature and it's got a couple Amazon apps that downloaded and are stuck on there that I want anyways. Um, it's a completely unlocked phone. So pretty nice. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I like the price. I have no problem with it. Um, I also don't do anything but call, text, or use like two apps on my phone. So I don't need much. Um, but if you break a phone or hate your phone, that's a pretty good deal. I'm a big fan. Right. And yeah, so I've spent... I've... I'm I'm an Apple sheep now. For yeah, you fucking time. are. I don't know why. <laughs> because the interface is super convenient and great. Um, and the new OS is okay. You're a yeah. shill. Yeah. Super expensive. <laughs> yeah. It. I mean, not it. It's going to be super expensive. Yeah, but like, it's not more expensive than the premium Android phones, to my knowledge. But this like, works uh, just as well, and it was fifty dollars. That's true. I uh, sometimes I like to spend a little extra money for a little luxury. Sometimes yeah. I like my phone experience to be the equivalent of a really nice meal. Delicious. Is that what is that what the experience is every time? Thank you, phone. So I'm every quite time you, now. Yeah, it serves time. me a text message. The fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, right. What the fuck? This is why he's the that... sting of the sounding board. You feel like you're enjoying uh, a nice yes, meal every this time. Is why. Yeah. Case point. We're close. <laughs> <laughs> Shut. Cam- Wait, Camden Aren't has an so iPhone too, doesn't he? Us? Yeah. Oh no, I got this. Don't worry about it. Doesn't Camden? You have an iPhone too, don't you? Yeah, I have an older one that's been had a shattered screen for over a year, and it's held together at the bottom <laughs> with right. duct tape. <laughs> no, that's that's every iPhone. That's like one in every three iPhones. So that's yeah. Fine. yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's, that's a I, feature. I just yeah, haven't changed it because I'm happens. lazy. You got the spider web update, I think, is what yeah. you call it. Yeah, yeah it's a it's a feature. <laughs> it's a feature. Yeah. I used to uh I used to I had an old Kindle that I, I hacked to put on custom screensavers, and I used to have one that just made it look like the screen was broken. And I would just like when someone was coming over I'd sometimes just leave it out with the with like this spider web of cracks on it, and it was really convincing. So there were a lot of people who got really upset and worried for me. I appreciated it. It was fun. why. Why would they? That's like having the bullet holes in your car thing. Like whoa, yeah. whoa. Well, yeah, just, it, it tells it tells Except other people I'm a you're dangerous. Nerd, so it's not my car or my phone. It's my ebook. You're a fucking nerd. My boss was talking. We were talking about tattoos at work the other day, and my boss is interesting and lame at the same time um like everybody i guess uh but he's libertarian so he's all pro-gun and he was talking about (laughs) tattoos he wants and he was talking one he wants a bunch of like sculpture tool tattoos which seem pretty cool as a person who's made his living off of sculpting but my favorite description he wants bullet holes in his back and he said um you know that's kind of lame but whatever i've seen some cool (laughs) ones done i guess but my favorite part was the end where he was like yeah and he showed me a bunch of pictures he uses as like um I don't know. Uh, Is he gonna have reference? like matching inspiration, matching exit reference. wounds on the other side? I, ho- I you have to. <laughs> I hope so. That's what I'm gonna suggest. But my favorite yeah. part, he's like, yeah, you know, I'll get one for every time I've been shot in the back in my life. And I was like, you are like 20. What the hell? That was a stupid idea. I thought it was so funny. That's <laughs> that's what 20 year old shot in the back in his life. I don't know. He, I think he meant like stabbed in the back, but just kind of changed yeah. over, like to fucked over. Essentially. Like when the. It was, all the times the okay. world's turned yeah. on him. 
Yeah, and so, <laughs> and he looked so serious when he said when, that, and so actually, pleased with himself. I was like, "You are so stupid!" <laughs> what? <laughs> it was really great. I loved it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, that. Uh, I don't. And you said he's your boss. Yeah, he's my boss. He's my like forty-six-year-old boss, um, who makes monuments for a living. Um, That's like, kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. really cool. My dog is awesome. 20. No, no, he acts like a 20-year-old by saying okay. he wants bullet-hole tattoos because he wants that represented. Right. I think now if I you understand. do something as cool as make monuments, you can probably yeah, get a no, pass exactly. for the yeah. bullet-hole no, tattoos. He <laughs> found out about a, a land, piece of land for sale 30 miles up north on the road, and he's been wanting one because he's a prepper, and he wants to build a bunker. Um, oh, okay. Which is interesting. It'd be fun because that'd oh be God. something I'd do for my job. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Will it, will um, it be a monumental bunker? No, probably he'd have a bunch of art. Like his house, his out. Yeah, it would be a monument. The for bunker, the bunker itself will be a monument. But uh, so the land is worth being sold at thirty eight thousand dollars, and he found out about it, and then, um, yeah, like the day after, signed an agreement to put in a like um a proposal to pay cash money. Um, for the land. He's like, yeah, I'll buy it right now. <laughs> gonna fucking do it. And he's just like, oh, oh he's my a, he's god. A man. What are you gonna do with that credit when the it's end of the world nuts. happens? Yeah, it's nuts. He he has enough money to do stuff like that and I think it's great and I'm so jealous. <laughs> I bet he has an awesome bug out bag. He has yeah. um, oh man, no, I so I live actually really close to him too, we found out, like three blocks down, so I help work at his house sometimes with my job. We're going to build a fence and a saloon for him because he wants a saloon. Um, <laughs> he's really fun. I like my boss a lot. Um, but he was showing me all of his prepper stuff, including... I noticed that there's a, a like a big chunk of his house. There's um, like a, a sort of outcrop in the front where you've got a garage and then another like section that mm-hmm. was sort of like not showing up. It, it seemed like the space was off because he has a hidden door that leads to his, like, fucking, I don't know, filled closet slash entire house of stuff. Like, food, uh, encyclopedia, bunch of, like, guns and shit. Also, there's a box labeled costumes, <laughs> which is my favorite <laughs> part. Because <laughs> he really likes costume <laughs> parties. It's pretty great. And then he was like, oh, Master I've got a couple of, of these. And we walked down the hallway <laughs> and he like... happens. Yeah, exactly. You gotta, you gotta keep people fucking terrified by wearing exactly. spooky what, skeleton what's in, what's costumes. What's your bug out bag? Exactly. Oh, you know, a shotgun, five gallons of water, uh, food for about a month, oh, and, and a firefighter costume. You say bug out bag? You have all of that in your bug out bag? Who would carry that bag a five like a bug out water. bug out fucking truck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I keep, it, I keep it in a secure location, and if I ever need to go, I'll leave my not bug out truck behind and just yeah. bug out. Yeah. You'd be surprised how much stuff he's fit into this tiny apartment in Seattle. It's, I wouldn't be, be surprised. surprised. I'm excited there's, to go check it out so and see here. all this shit in there. It's going to be great. <laughs> I've already seen half of it, so. No, yeah, perfect. No. My, the other I've got a bug out apartment. I'm going to pick it up and run. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's going to be good. All right. Well, uh, before we move on to music, was there? Did you did, anything other than your 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 boss that uh? You uh, actually, to bring up? yeah. No, I did find out something fun. It's not necessarily about it. my boss. I know. <laughs> I was gonna let it go, but you fucking let it. You you asked. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's, 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 that's not you, Josh. 
Um, I'm a host. Let me just cross off I was weird stories at on work. my list here. <laughs> yeah, God check. I was at work yesterday, and he was looking at me because he uses models for a lot of different things, and I'm going to be a model for one of the monuments he's making um, for Lemmy, a rock and a British rock and roll guitar guy. I don't know. Uh, you, mean so a you don't know. Who, you don't know who Lemmy is. It is Lemmy, I thought Lemmy I've seen him in a movie. Yeah. So I'm going to be. Yeah, okay. I'm going to be Wait, the so model. You're... One, you don't yeah. know who Lemmy is. What <laughs> the fuck? Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's using you as the model of Lemmy. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty great. I saw a bunch of pictures. I was like, I recognize this guy, but I kept forgetting to ask who it was. And he was yeah. like, Hey, yeah. you cool to be oh, a model? Super died at the end of last year. That's right. That's what it was. We talked about it on the podcast. Oh yeah. That's why it sounds so familiar. Oh, there he goes again. But so I'm Lemmy now. It's gonna be. I'm pretty excited. He's gonna do like a live plastering of me, so I get to be covered in Vaseline, and then I get turned into Lemmy. It's for I think the British Rock and Roll Museum or something like that, or something really like big. It's a pretty big project. So whenever. I go there and I look at that statue, but like that's my penis inside that statue right there. <laughs> that right there. You're going to stick your penis inside the statue. Oh that's yeah, fucked up. No, it's going to be great. You, we always leave a hole in the back for later, just to keep it safe. Yeah. Put that in your bug out house. <laughs> yeah, it's in my bug out house for when I get lonely and tired. Oh, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> the statue based on myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes I put the fireman costume on it to change things up, you know. Firemen. Are yeah, the cool. hat really helps. I don't, yeah. I don't know about you, but yeah, no, fireman in uniform. Everyone knows firemen are the hottest shit for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm, mm. Mm, Speaking mm, of mm. hot shit, let's talk about some hot fire. <laughs> yeah, Camden. Uh, what's up? You listened Camden. to the new Danny Brown album. I did listen to it. Atrocity Exhibition? Yeah, it's called yep. Atrocity Exhibition. Uh, it was going to come out on Friday, but he released it a few days early. I think on like Tuesday or something. I saw it, you know some post from him. It was just like, I didn't want to wait for it to come out, so here it is. <laughs> I didn't want to wait for it to come out, <laughs> right. so here it is. Yeah, or so whatever, uh, whatever yeah, I checked that out. Did any others listen to that album, or is it just me? Yeah. Um, okay. So I, I listened to a lot of albums, actually, on... Uh, on Thursday night, because apparently in Seattle, when they say, oh, this album's going to drop at, like, on this day, they mean at midnight East Coast time. So, like, 9 yep. p.m. rolls around, and I was able to listen to, like, Danny Brown and all that other good stuff on Yeah, no, I noticed that, like... So I, was able, so I was able to listen to Atrocity Exhibit, uh, the new Tycho album, and, um... What? Uh-oh. There's a new Tycho album? Yeah. yeah, there's a new Tycho album. It's called, uh, it's called Epoch. It's awesome. Oh, uh, and, shit. And, uh, the... What was the, the third one? Why am I blanking on it? Oh, the new Bonnie Bear. That was, those were the three. Oh, I forgot that yeah. already dropped. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've already listened to all of Atrocity Exhibit, and I think it's really good. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, this is one of those albums that, like, I had high expectations for from the singles from it. When, uh, when It Rained and Pneumonia came out, I was like, this is really cool because it's, you know, he's going, like, really weird again with the beats he's rapping over like he was on Triple X. Um, and Old was kind of, like, Old was really good, but it was definitely kind of, like, one where he's, you know, making a move to get more pop appeal. Like, it had, like, a lot of, you know, like, festival bangers and stuff. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so listening to those two singles, I was like, this is really sweet. And he's, like, signed to Warp now, and he's rapping over this, like, <laughs> really weird experimental electronic shit. 
Um, so it's yeah, it's really fucking good. I was completely pleased with it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think he's continued to be like one of the most unique rappers out there for sure. Okay, like, so <laughs> on the uh, on the Camden Taylor 2016 hip hop hierarchy. Our top There's not three. That many. I haven't really, I haven't really listened to that much hip hop this this year, honestly. But 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 we, we can be pretty sure about our top three, right? Like it's Honor the Samurai, yeah. it's yeah, it's Blank and Face, probably Blank and Face, and probably this now. So what? Yeah. What's the ordering though? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this just fun. came out. This is this is yeah, this is still They're fresh. So I think plateau, it's like, so yeah, yeah, this is still fresh. So I think it's on top right now, just because it's like new and exciting. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I can see it being pretty consistent at that spot. But anyways, I mean, yeah, I would recommend I, checking that I out. I keep for going sure. back to. Uh, I keep going back to Blank Face. Yeah. Uh, this guy and I are going to see uh, see Schoolboy Q in October. Nice. With uh, Joey Badass opening for him. Yeah. I think. So that's oh, that's great. Yeah, that's gonna be that's a really great bill for sure. Great um, show. Yeah, so we're we're gonna go do that in October. Still need we'll to buy be... tickets. Oh no, 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 I bought them. Remember? Oh right, when we were super drunk at my birthday. That's right. Oh, that's yeah. the best time to there buy tickets. <clears throat> okay, yeah, so... exactly. Just drunk buy things. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the way to the do best. it. That's how Amazon makes. I'm pretty sure at least about twenty percent of its money. It's I'm just, sure yeah, alcohol, so much It's basically money. just alcohol induced like just, splurge buying. Just wait till you can buy alcohol on Amazon. You can. You can. What? Yeah. You didn't know that? It delivers, dude. Yeah. Okay. That's like right. the best way to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. I've never used okay. it though. But Important question then. What so. is so far excuse me. Um the weirdest thing Danny Brown says on this album? Ooh. Oh, I don't know. You haven't picked any There's so many things. Nothing no. nothing up the level with like uh hands a little <laughs> crusty, need some lotion or whatever that fucking line is. Oh <laughs> uh, man. I love that line. On on some of the better tracks, like uh, there there are some lines where, you know, you kind of squint a little bit and just rewind it and oh. think, did you really just say that? But uh, I can't really think of anything in particular. Nothing singing. Okay, um, that's yeah, fair. Nothing, yeah. nothing in particular. Like if I had to, I mean, if I had to choose a favorite track that still had some of that aspect of Danny Brown in it, it would be mm-hmm. um, it would be Really Do, which features Absol. Earl Sweatshirt and Kendrick Ooh. Lamar. Yeah, like, oh it's, shit! Ooh. And it's also Ooh. probably it's also probably the strongest track on the record. Um, fucking has to be all with of that. It's good, but it's uh, yeah, he there's there's a few one there's a few in that one that I remember just sort of sitting there where uh, just kind of thought, man, that that was weird. But uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So so you said the strongest featuring that part of Danny Brown. Are there there are tracks on here that aren't super weird, Danny Brown? I mean. They, he has tracks. So it's, it's like, on... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, uh, I mean, there are because you like you heard like parts of his older records. Like he'll kind of rarely, but sometimes do his not insane person voice, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is know, really or, excellent. Like, yeah, yeah, and he does that a couple times. So that does show up in a couple tracks here. But like uh, float on the, on weird. the 2013 album was really calm, super. Yeah, easy no. Going. So that that uh, yeah, that style shows up once or twice on this album too but uh yeah it's ever, mostly it's uh, mostly his weird stuff and like the production throughout is definitely like on the weird side oh yeah which is awesome. really cool like all the production yeah. is much more electronic <laughs> and influenced by i mean it's it's named after a joy division song mm-hmm. so oh, okay there's so it's it's definitely much more like darker post-punk beats Interesting. okay yeah so it's it's really cool but it's 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 definitely not like 
I wouldn't call it mainstream at all. <laughs> no, yeah, he's definitely... Moments, but he's got bangers on there. He really yeah. does. And I think Ain't Really it... Doe is one of really those. Really Doe's a... Ain't It Funny is a great banger. Including... Which okay. one? Ain't It Funny. Ain't It Funny. Yeah, Ain't It Funny is also really great. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting, um, when you were telling me he got signed to Warp and this album would be far more electronic, that it would end up being a lot like the Raptor song, Attack, that he was on. That fucking... Oh, the Rusty one? Yeah, or Rusty, yeah. Right, yeah. sorry. Um... Which was that? Was that attack? Or attack. That yeah. Okay. Um, that was another song on there. Was called Raptor. But yeah, that Rusty song is fucking great. So it was, uh-huh. would have been thrilled to have an entire album of him doing that shit. That would yeah. be great. No, I yeah, I love it. I'm glad he uh, went like full on with the uh, the weird side of his style. You know, like yeah, because I, I guess he's like got the prevalence now where he's kind of like free to do that. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, he was doing it before. But yeah, it's definitely different than old. But yeah, they're both both really solid. I can oh, okay. I can see this being like a longer last one that will stick more for me. But uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I I you know I've always really liked Danny Brown and like his singles and the music videos that come out and everything like that. And seeing him uh, live is always super fun. He puts on a crazy fun show. He's nuts. He's yeah. he's insane. He's insane, and the crowd. That's that still one of the only insane. shows I've been to where I felt like I needed to leave the crowd. Let's be clear here. Did you feel like you needed to leave the crowd because it was like an ocean of people and we were getting tossed around, or did you feel like you needed to leave the crowd because the guy to our right offered us meth? I felt like, well, the, yeah, it's the latter. <laughs> the, crowd <laughs> being, the crowd being excited was, like, it being a super energetic crowd, that was really fun. But, yeah, it was that weirdo. <laughs> yeah, like, that fucking burly motherfucker who was trying yeah. to serve us meth on his sunglasses handles. <laughs> right. It was weird. Yeah, that's, so. That is something, that is something. a Danny Brown concert. That's a Danny yep. Brown concert. Yep. <laughs> that, yeah. Everybody take one. <laughs> There I it felt is. so old in that moment. Oh, God. Yeah, like, that would definitely make me feel old. Yeah. It's like, ah, uh, kids yeah. these days. Oh, those party, kids. Partying too hard. <laughs> I'm too old for it. <laughs> Gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I ended up listening to an album. I ended up listening to... What? Camden told me that the new Symbols Eat Guitars came out. Oh, I, that's uh, right. Yeah, I meant to listen to that, too. Pretty Years. I listened through it once. So good. I need to listen through it a couple more times. Um, they leaned into the fuzz. Like, they were already in the fuzz, <laughs> but yeah, they man, <laughs> they are deep in it now. Like, it's uh, they, they doubled down on that, uh, which is right cool. I'm with hearing that. Mm-hmm. I love me um, some fuzz. Nice. And, and like, I like them The when, when we were talking about Lose. I thought Lose was a phenomenal album. And my first listen through through Pretty Years, like it sounds good. I want to go back and spend some more time with it. Um, I've been I've been kind of floating on on music lately and not really exploring a bunch of new shit. But this is like an album where I'm like, yeah, I want to spend some time here. Um, Reeves, I know you listen to it as well. It's it's one of my favorite new records out right now for sure. Like I'm, cool. I think I'm still in the I'm still in the honeymoon stage with it because it just came out. It only came out like a couple weeks ago, so it's. Um, so it's definitely one of those kind of, like, I'm still pretty much infatuated with it in the sense of, oh, it's new music, oh, it's awesome new music, hooray. So I don't really know how it stacks up with everything else yet because I just like it so much right now. Um, it has a really, really solid opening track, and finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and it might be one of the best ones on the album, and just 
the uh, the guitar riff going into the song is really really solid. So um, it's just it's been one of those albums that has actually kind of gotten in the way of my job because I'm supposed to keep listening to new records, but I keep coming <laughs> back, keep back to that one. To symbols yeah. I love when years. that happens. It's yeah, it's it's up there with a couple of other records that come out that that came out this year that might be kind of stone cold like locks for end of the year lists. Like it's mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to sort of like kick it off with a couple. Do you have of any any? quick couple of them that you're you're hooked uh, on still if if i had to say like three or four it would be um symbols and guitar pretty years um uh the uh, the new avalanches album um yeah uh, wildflower um uh anderson pock malibu and if i had to maybe was malibu this year that came out early this year. Yeah, it came out in January, and as soon as I realized that, I was like, oh, right, that record. Because um, it was the same week as Erica Badu came out, I think. Yeah, or maybe like yeah. a week after. No, you're right. It was, it, was, it was around the same time as Erica Badu. Um, so those, those three for sure. And okay. I mean, there are a couple other ones. I'm, I'm not sure if this has really like, kicked Car Seat Headrest out of its, its spot. Oh, as and my, Car Seat my, Headrest. As that album is album. fucking... That, album is that might great. be one so of my those top are, albums. So those, would be, those would be my four right now that it would be very hard to remove them from like a top ten list. Yeah, nice. and it's, it's, it's fucking rad too, especially with Cymbals Heat Guitars, because like Lose was a good album, and I really liked it. But like when they came through Seattle, they had what, like a 20-minute set opening for Modern Baseball? Yeah. And really? Then, yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Why? Yeah, they had a we Yeah, it was weird. Remember we were we were drinking with you and we were going to go see them. Mm-hmm. And uh we we left thinking we'd make it for the second half of their set and by the time we got there they were Yeah, all they were like stage. super yeah. short sets. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, Modern Baseball was a short set followed by fucking uh what is that band that everyone fucking loves that was not very good. Um, um they have that would, song. It was like the headliner, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, Jewish. I remember. Band. I don't remember because none of us went to see them. Fucking, yeah, we like um, left when they started. They were so, so okay, popular. So Two thousand seven. Okay, so Modern Baseball with Symbols E Guitar were the opening band. So they had a. Okay, sorry. I yeah. thought Modern Baseball was the headliner. No. no. Yeah, that like, was they, been, they were baseball, awesome. But I was. That was yeah, a really I like Modern Baseball. But I, I was yeah. like, they. I don't know if they should be a headliner over Symbols Say guitar. anything. Yeah. What say anything. Oh, say anything. Say anything. Which was terrible. It was so bad. <laughs> that guy. Uh, for people listening at home, I did the jerk off. Uh, um, I, I think. I think it was like a thirty-minute set for Symbols Eat Guitars, a forty-five-minute set for Modern Baseball, and then say anything like had the rest of the night. Did they play for forty-five good. minutes? Wouldn't that be like every Modern Baseball song? <laughs> well, <laughs> we got a, we got a good selection. They played one song. It was all right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was I was super bummed out because we missed them then, and then for them to release an album like this that like is fucking awesome. Uh, they're and going back into uh, Seattle next week, just so you yeah, because you live really? in Seattle yeah. and everyone goes when, through Seattle all the time, where, and you never I... go to shows. Seattle Seattle is always either the second or the second to last or the last stop for pretty much any band that tours. Yeah, yeah it's like and Josh really never cold. goes or, to or any it's shows. The first or like second to first show that everybody does. Because mm-hmm. it, like Seattle is just a really convenient like U.S. tour stop or start point before yeah. you either go south to L.A. and San Francisco and Portland or come up north through those cities. Oh, with Field yep. Mouse and Wild Honey. Yeah, dude. Fuck. You wanna you wanna go? I kind of do. Okay. Oh shit. Side. What? Wait. 
Wait, wait. When is it? When, what, what day? Come on, man. What day is it? Uh, I think it's the 5th. Wednesday. I can do that. Okay. <laughs> Don't scare me like that. Jesus. I, I, have, Jesus. I have Saturday plans. We should, yeah, once we're, once we're done here, we should look at okay. getting Oh, man, speaking of plans we go over during the middle of the podcast, because it's really important for everyone to hear what we do, uh, Joey sent me a text at the beginning of last week, like, thanks for the posters. I didn't get it at first. And he was like, great dad band posters. And then he was like, oh, yeah, really genuinely, so- like, that was really sweet of you guys. And then, like, two days ago, he's like... Oh my god, I just listened to the episode and you bought them in the middle of it. That was so excellent. Yeah, so we I were was... in the middle of the, the episode like two weeks ago, and our friend just had his second kid, and we've always joked about Wilco being a dad band. So we all went on Amazon and bought him a dad band, a, a Wilco poster each. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely one that's, of my favorite things we've done. Wilco. It was great. I like it dad rock. Yeah, dad rock's fine. <laughs> I love Wilco. I'm wearing a yeah. Wilco shirt right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are exactly. It's <laughs> true. Yeah, there's good dad rock. There yeah, is good totally dad rock. is. They're in the world. they're yeah. they're the best well-known dad rock band that I know of. They're not like the <laughs> the dads that hate their like lives and hang out in the garage and in the in the man cave <laughs> and pretend to play music with each other and then play music at their local barbecue. They're not that. No, sir, not that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Symbols Eat Guitars uh, remains really good. Good to know they're coming to town. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, Reese, you said that you listened to the new Bonnie Bear. Yeah, so that's... Of the albums that we've discussed, maybe outside of Danny Brown, because hip-hop is more popular, but uh, but then again, it's still Bonnie Bear. So uh, yeah, I listened oh, yeah, to that's... the new Bonnie Bear album, uh, 22 Million, and all of its wonderful weird glory uh the best way that i can describe it is if you liked woods off of the blood bank ep you will like this entire album probably sweet if you listened to that (laughs) and thought why is justin vernon uh messing around so much with uh all the voice modification god i knew you were probably then you probably then you probably won't like this record because especially in the front half of it there's a lot of it and um and i mean i know a lot of people have been making fun of the trap names and just being like man he needs to stop hanging out with apex twin and kanye but um (laughs) it's it's it i mean to be honest with you it's still a pretty good record and um although the more abrasive like electronic tracks didn't uh, didn't really strike me as well as it seems like other people. Uh, the the latter half of it, especially starting with, can't believe I'm reading this title out loud. Six 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 arrow pointing downward. Um, <laughs> it, it's like from there on, he sort of mellows out a little bit more, and he brings in some more acoustic instrumentation, and it's and it starts sort of picking up where you would expect something after um, his self titled record to go. So mm. it's still, I think the album as a whole is pretty good. I still need to continue to revisit it and see if the first half of the album grows on me because it was just so, it, it really is, it's kind of strange. He, he did experiment a lot on this record. So if you're looking forward to that and if you thought that listening to the singles that came out, which I think were 22 Over Soon and 33 God, as well as um, the second track, which is 10... Death breast. I, think. 
I wonder yeah. if uh, I feel like address. I'm trying. I feel like I'm trying to. I really do feel like I'm trying to list like Aphex Twin tracks yeah. out loud, <laughs> and it's exceedingly difficult. Um, but it, overall, it's a pretty it's a pretty good record, I think. And it's just I think if I listen to it more, it might grow on me. Um, mm. But I, you know, it's just it's it's also a Bonnie Bear album, and yeah. for Emma, for Emma Forever Ago is and still probably will be the closest thing that our generation will ever get to Pink Moon by Nick Drake. So, mm, you know, like, as far as, as far as I, as far as I'm concerned, the dude gets a free pass on a lot of stuff. So, yeah. uh, like just let him go for it. Yeah. I remember, uh, in Volcano Choir was the first time I saw, like heard him do a voice modulation and it really turns me off. Like the whole album is excellent, but the, the moments mm-hmm. he does that, I just check right out. I can't do voice modulation. I, but it yeah, sounds like I, this album I like is it a lot like, uh, And I'm afraid I have some bad news like... you might not like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard for me. Um, but I'll still listen to it cause I, it, it, the sort of directional choice reminds me a lot of our boy Subaru. Um, for uh, his, oh, his age yeah, of ads, yeah. we uh, uh, we added Subaru a, new, a new rating. By the way, what is this? Um, <laughs> oh God! So so, Ted yes. obviously is awful. Yeah. Uh, Rick Flair, <laughs> of course, is the best. Um, Woo! And Sufjan Stevens is just okay. He's just okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, but yeah, so this album, you I'm, I'm intrigued sad, by it. You feel kind of good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, that makes sense. That's... I'm excited about this album, though. I wonder if 22 is Almost Over is a reference to that stupid fucking Taylor Swift song that everyone always sings. What? I'm feeling 22, or whatever. Which, I by don't... the way, I had a lot of people sing at me, and I never understood why they kept fucking singing that. Until one day, probably to annoy you by the sound. It was, yeah, I know that too. But um, like <laughs> someone, like a couple friends, turned twenty-two and like I finally get it. I was like, what do you? I don't understand why people keep saying this. Fucking, I, I hope I twenty-two still don't is get almost it. over. Yeah, I don't get that because I've never looked at the lyrics or anything. I just meant, but yeah. Like have you ever felt twenty-two? <laughs> when I was twenty-two, I felt very twenty-two. Yeah, so positively but, twenty-two. I don't know. Positively I'm ex- anyways, twenty-two. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. to listen to that album. I really like the singles, and I okay. really like I really like Woods. So I think it's going to yeah. be up my alley. For it's sure. going to be for you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ted, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly excited to listen to it. That's for sure. Ted, you heard my I heard my name. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're excited to listen to that. Tell me about some things you've been excited to have listened to. Um, so I, I touched on a couple things this week. That was wrong. Really, that was wrong. That was, you shouldn't have done that. That was just bad, frankly. Stinging it up again. Um, I was real close to having a good transition. We're getting trans- meta, man. We're I, meta. I was real good to having a, a good... Ugh, man. I was real close real to having to. a really graceful transition, but then you guys kept talking, and you know the last what kills thing that someone said changed. More than us always interrupting your transition, what kills transitions more is how every time you make a transition, we pause to talk about the transition. Tyler said hey, it was we did good a transition earlier that we did not pause it's to like, talk about. Yeah, that's true. That's that's pretty. It's like a rating point. Where we're like, Buck in oh, the trend. Let's rate how yeah. we transitioned today. It was we can ra- bad. How about, all right, we're gonna we're gonna rate our transitions at the end of the show. That'll this be our new a, thing. This is a Ted transition. For sure. This is a fucking oh, in more ways than one. Yeah, yeah. No, we are transitioning to Ted. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So basically, yeah. I touched on a couple albums this week. It's stuff that I've been looking at um, for a little while now. There's an artist I listened to 
um, quite a bit actually in 2010, 2011, an Irish um, folk singer, her name's Lisa Hannigan, um, really uh, great voice. She was famous because she did a couple duets with that artist Damien Rice that was really popular for a while for his album uh, O, I think is what it was. I don't remember what, um, but the really big single that was on the movie, uh, the movie rendition of the play Closer, the really fucked up movie that was very hard to watch for everybody. Um, great movie, totally watch it, but it's fucking miserable. Um, and so she did a duet there and something else on the album, and that really got her a lot of attention. Um, so she put out an album, I want to say it was 2010, that I spent a lot of time with. Um, it's pretty, she's got a really cute voice, um, not like ukulele cute, but it just... She's got a very pleasant, um, sort of high-pitched Irish folk singer voice. Um, so I kinda, and she's also very attractive. So I obviously spent a lot of time listening to that. And then she put out another, a second album called Stiso or something like that. And it was way too indie folk for me um, back then. I was super not into it. Um, I thought it was like a very um, she and him sort of style album. <clears throat> but I also listened to it once and then ignored it after that, so I didn't pay any attention. But she just put out another album, um, and it's been on my phone for a little bit now, and I've been meaning to listen to it. So I finally uh, spent a little bit of time, not enough to really give it a solid rating, um, but it's called At Swim. Um, and uh, I was really pleased with it. It was way, there was a lot more going on. It was a lot darker than I was expecting. I was expecting it to kind of keep up with that sort of easygoing, pleasant, folkiness. Um, but it was way more of, um, I don't know, uh, another similar artist, actually. One that I always liked more than Lisa Hannigan uh, is Emiliana Torini, that Icelandic artist I talk about every once in a while. She put out the album Fisherman's Woman. Um, which is one of my favorite albums. It's excellent. It's very dark, very pleasant. Uh, the soundscape is awesome. Um, and I always liked her more than Lisa because it was way darker. And this is going way more in that direction. So I'm excited to dive into it. Um, but other than that, I can't really say anything about it. So I I would consider not even talking about it. Now I think I should have waited. Um, and on another note... <laughs> There's a, always next week. Yeah, yeah. we'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to give you a much better sort of dissection um but uh if anybody else wants to listen to it and uh listen to a really cute irish woman sing about some shit um it's called at swim um and then the other album that i also haven't given enough time yet was um the new isaiah rashad album oh i've been meaning to that i listened to that once yeah i didn't let's do enough to talk about it but exactly and that's i'm kind of in the same boat i started it um and I was driving around, and it was really easy going. I was really, I wasn't sure at all what to expect. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited to go into it more. Yeah, it did have a really laid back vibe to it. Yeah, super, super pleasant laid back. So uh, someone else should listen to that so we can actually talk about it. Next yeah, week. I'll probably listen to it um, again next week. Mm-hmm. So there you Josh. go. It's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah, I probably should. Did you ever listen to? <laughs> you shouldn't Travis. whisper because it's very confusing. Travis Scott, sorry. Travis Scott? I yeah. don't think I have. No. Okay, because I've been wanting to talk about that with somebody. Who is Travis and... Anderson? 
Yeah, like, not who I was thinking about. <laughs> Good old down, Travis, Travis you know, Scott. Be, Scott Josh, Anderson. it would be really convenient if, if you could I talk about, about the, new, the new Travis Scott if you had like a podcast with yeah. other people. Well, I've tried to talk about it with these guys like twice, but they haven't listened to it yet. You could. I wasn't in the notes. I was kind of like, you know, they're right here. They're talking to us right now. I have asked them like three times. You also could have picked it for the album of the week. Just do it, guys. Uh, just didn't. Just it's it also it's only on Apple Music, there, and yeah. I really don't want to download I, that. There are other ways to get your hands on that album. Yeah. Ooh. Well, which album is it? It's called uh, "Birds in the Trap." Sing it's all. It, it also That's is right. on That's Spotify. That's why I didn't want to listen to it. <laughs> it is oh, is it now? It wasn't yeah. at first. It's on Spotify now. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. It's to no know. longer Apple exclusive. It's now. I'll continue for to probably not. Everywhere. It's now been a couple weeks, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's now had a few weeks of oh wow this album didn't sell at all yeah. let's put it on everything else please yeah that destroyed some albums oh I wanted to mention really quickly because Reeves brought it up just mentioned the album but I keep coming back to Wildflower for sure Like since I still yeah. haven't gone that, into it enough I really yeah. need to it was, it was, it, it was like jam. yeah like I wasn't listening to it constantly when it came out but I found myself just like listening to it over and over again like every week I'd you know, turn it on, and it just like make me really happy. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. There's it a is. lot of songs on there that just are really heartwarming, just really mm-hmm. fun to listen to. Yeah, and that's... it kind of made it the perfect summer album. Yeah, it, it was like right in there. I yeah, will go album. back to that then because I didn't mm-hmm. give it. I gave it one listen, and I really liked it, but I just never managed to come my way back. But it's yeah. gonna be great. And, and there's also like I, a lot of aspects about it. I, I just love how. It's really carefree and goofy, which is kind of nice. Like, especially the Bismarck Key track. I forget what it's called yeah. off the top of my head. Um, but it's just, you know, it's basically just Bismarck Key rapping about eating cereal. It's awesome. Like, it's just, like, it's oh, it's so it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Just all of it. Let's talk about something else that's pretty good. You talk Let's about talk about our album of the week. Oh, right. Usher. Oh, right, we're here. Usher, Usher. Usher. Damn it. I didn't listen to that one. You said okay, it was bad. You don't need you said to. It was bad. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, we're actually reviewing our last episode. That's what this episode is Yeah. About. <laughs> we actually, I don't know if you can hear it. We've had we're it just, playing this whole time. We were supposed to listen to the last episode, and we were just going to talk yeah. about what was messed yeah. up. And we're just going to, we're just going to, we, and we're actually just going to play Obsidian in the background yeah. while we yeah. talk no, about the last episode. Time-wise, guys, like, we have, we have, uh, fucking, like, 80-plus hours of recorded material. If it was divided Jesus into albums, we'd Christ. be, like, super prolific. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Also, Maybe. by the way, so you know what we forgot to mention last episode? That was episode 69. Nice. Oh, man. Was well, it, it really, though? Didn't, we like, this didn't we, like, delete some early ones? Even with the deleted like... ones. Okay. Man, why did I sign up for this? Yeah. <laughs> you made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I made a huge mistake. Alright, alright, alright. Okay, alright. Alright, alright, alright. Let's uh, talk about Obsidian. Alright, alright. Let's talk right. about Obsidian. Yeah, let's do I it. I get older, but Obsidian stays the same age. That's why I like it the most. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I picked this album this week. No. Uh, what? I did? <laughs> I did. <laughs> 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 uh, so I kind of went with this one because I was between a few things and I wanted to do, for some reason I was thinking I wanted to do something that was kind of emo, but not like full on 
<laughs> so this one, this one came Can to mind. Real estate, no. Yeah. <laughs> Promise yeah. ring, no. Yeah, we're not there yet. <laughs> no. I would love to do a dismemberment plan episode, but gotta. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, All right. Anyways, I. Uh, kind of hadn't listened to this album in a little while i was really into it when it came out uh it came out when ted and i were doing our show on the radio station where we were like reviewing new music all the time and this one was one that really stuck with me uh i don't i don't remember if ted ted were you into it i don't remember your Oh, I, I was into it. Okay. I, I, I just couldn't remember it. what you I were. mostly, so I listened to it a couple times, but I mostly had just stuck with Miasma Sky. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just listen to that over and over again. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I was all about the singles. Yeah, good single. Um, got that single. <laughs> it's, it's got that single quality. It is a single song. That's true. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so this is, uh, you know, the second album from Bats, which is a project of a guy by the name of Will Weisenfeld. I think that's how you say his last name. I'm going to guess that that's correct. Uh, and he's pretty pretty young guy. Like I think he's 27 right now, so he was 24 when this album came out. And he had been releasing music for a few years. Uh, this is only the second one under the name Bats, but he's done projects under different names. He had a different like uh, indie pop ish project called post fetus that that had an album that came out uh, in 2010 that which was the same year that the debut bats album came out so 2010 was a pretty like prolific year for him because he had that album from the other project and then the first bats album cerulean which had like which which got a lot of attention um he kind of made a name for himself with that album and he also I think released a couple albums under another band name called Geotic, which is a uh, his like ambient project. Which I didn't get around to listening to any of that, but he's got like seven or eight albums under that name. Wow, I didn't know that band camp. And uh, that's yeah, and that's something that he's been doing consistently, like before Baths and since this album, this album Obsidian has come out. So. Yeah, Cerulean was like it's it's kind of got the same like a similar sort of sort of production style to this one, but it was you know much less vocally focused than Obsidian is, and that was kind of a it seems like that was kind of a new development for him in making this new album, and like it seems like one of the biggest uh, influences on kind of like the change in style was he had you know an uh, like pretty bad illness during the creation of the album where he's like uh, diagnosed with E. coli and oh, wow. <laughs> like was pretty much like stuck in bed for a while and that uh, yeah. kind of resulted in a pretty a... entertaining Pitchfork quote because he got interviewed for Pitchfork about it oh yeah and there's a pretty there's say. a pretty entertaining quote where it was just kind of like no that's what I that's what I would have done if I had like E. coli at 23 it's just <laughs> kind of like he just he, he's just you know he had E. coli and it was um, he just talked about how he basically spent most of his time like trying to force himself to get out of bed to go to yeah. the couch and mm-hmm. then to go from the couch to go back to the bed trying to like mm-hmm. hold down like really basic food groups like bread mm-hmm. <laughs> and just and like survive and like in the meantime Skyrim came out so he played a bunch of Skyrim <laughs> like, sort of like pass the time and it was just one of those moments where I was just like it was an immediate just kind of like we 
would have dealt with this situation in the same exact way. Yeah, that's exactly what I <laughs> just was just gonna to play do. Skyrim and wait it out and just take my antibiotics or whatever I have to take to get rid of it. I would go lay in the bathtub at hours at a time and roll the TV in so I could play Skyrim (laughs) in the bathtub. (laughs) bathtub. Just have the controller outside of the bathtub so you don't accidentally... I'd I'd build like a little platform so it didn't accidentally fall in. I don't have E. coli, and I might do that anyway. Yeah, that's also true. (laughs) Yeah, let's just sounds like I'd be judged there. less for it. <laughs> yeah, you need the E. coli as an excuse to make sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That people won't judge you for just going from your bed to your couch to play Skyrim. And then Guys, I think I have the E. coli. Oh, I, I went. I went with the. Uh, the... It sounds more like the black block. Yeah, I, I wanted I wanted the TV in the bathroom to play Skyrim for the bath. That sounded that sounded pretty good. I would also but listen to baths while in the bath playing Skyrim. Hey, yeah, there you go. Really hey. <laughs> Keep the cycle going. You know. Um, but yeah, so that uh, you know incident definitely had a big influence on this record, and it's you know much darker themes. <laughs> very open, very dark, very too. obvious. Uh, yeah. Especially mm-hmm. like immediately with the cover art for this <laughs> album, which is like entirely bleak and like, uh, but like really, really, yeah, gargoyle is really dramatic. Um, yeah, uh, so so it, yeah, it kind of brought him to write a bunch of lyrics about depression and death and all those fun topics. So he kind of dwells on that a lot, and uh, yeah, like I was saying, like there's definitely more of a focus on the the lyrics in this album, as far as I could tell, because uh, a lot of the older stuff of his and some of the stuff on here would kind of just you know have a few basic lyrics here and there, and it, they'd kind of more be treated as like loops or something. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas here, it's kind of a more on, more like full on songwriter thing, where he's uh, I think he you know, just did a lot more to work these instrumentals, like, around the lyrics and, like, the lyrical themes and stuff. But, uh, yeah, so I, when I first listened to this album, I hadn't heard anything else by him, so this was, like, my introduction. So I didn't have, you know, the, the, like, any of the jarring transition of going from the old stuff to this and, you know, hearing any, like, change in style or tone or anything. So I was, I was drawn to it pretty immediately, uh, yeah, so the first one was definitely you when this when the uh, single came out when I heard Miasma Sky, which is just like uh, like Apocalypse Postal Service kind of. Yeah, kind of what that song sounds like. That's a really good way of describing <laughs> that is so it. So fucking yes. accurate. That is that is yeah, that's the best way to describe it. Well yeah. done, sir. I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it immediately made me think of when I heard that song. Because um, yeah, the the production in that song and in a lot of this album is a. Uh, is really reminiscent of stuff off Give Up, I think. Um, but, yeah, it's got a lot of different in, in, ah, influences in the stuff. He's got, you know... He, he's got sort of an interesting mix of all the electronic aspects, and then he'll work in strings and piano uh, throughout. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, really nice uh, like string arrangements and stuff. And I don't know how much of that is, like synthesized or if he I know he does all the piano bits but I don't know like if he has people come in and do strings or anything I didn't check that out but uh uh no it, it's him I'm it pretty is? sure okay uh, I haven't looked actually I said that really confident. like I know I he's I know he's like it, a, but I know, I know he can play the viola so, he can yeah. like um a big influence for baths specifically was Bjork 
mm-hmm. um, when you first listen to like Medulla or one of her early Europop albums. Um, mm. okay. He it's he's quoted to have immediately picked up viola and a couple other instruments. Okay, and kind of yeah, I thought I that. thought it was probably him because I knew this was like one of those projects that's just one guy and does all the stuff knows. pretty much. He, he is classically trained. Like yeah, yeah. he's a classically yeah. trained artist. Mm-hmm. Um, Cerulean was completely done in his bedroom. And I think yeah. he made Obsidian sort of knowing that he wanted to, when he toured, to take out, like, to bring a band with him. Mm-hmm. So he, he made it he made it much more with a lot more of that. And you can hear it in, in the difference between the two records. You can hear it because one is, Obsidian has much more instrumentation in it, whereas you can actually kind of hear that Cerulean was kind of made, like, in his bedroom, <laughs> it does have it does have like a and bedroom that's not to sound knock it for at sure. All, but yeah, it's, no, it's much more. You can just you can just kind of tell. Like he's like, this is an mm-hmm. electronic record that he probably just made on his own, and then Obsidian mm-hmm. had a lot more instrumentation concert. And stuff like that that he had exactly yeah, concert feeling stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, anyways, before I get into like particular tracks and stuff, this is an album that I I really like. I'm not like you know 100 percent in love with it. There's a few things here and there I don't like love about it but uh it's something that's definitely stuck with me since and i keep you know coming back to it for sure so uh what were you guys you know initial opinions on it i really like the tracks that were singles on this like i like most of this thing this this entire album but the tracks that were singles uh miasma sky worsening no eyes like those those tracks stand above the rest of the album for me, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and and like No Eyes in particular is yeah. phenomenal. And this I love whole that thing song. is like <laughs> this whole this whole album is it's dark and like kind of fucked up and electronic and like still has still very melodic at times and mm-hmm. like uses really interesting weird sounds combined with like very standard like keyboard piano riffs at times and it, it mm-hmm. all just comes together really well for me like i like this album quite a bit but the the singles on it are just a cut above yeah like, to point out how dark this album is i wanted to read the first lyric on the on the record which is birth was like a fat black tongue dripping tar and dung and dye <laughs> so, yep yeah nope um, that's but that it covers it. It's, yeah, it's telling. It's, it's this weird, fucked up, electronic, melodic thing, and like his voice is not what you expect given the production and the the like the way that the album opens. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's much lighter than I expected. So when he first started singing, like that caught me by surprise. Um, but it's cool, man. It's cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um. I've liked it since I first heard it. As I had said, I'd mostly listened to the main single, Meows in the Sky, um, since then, but I've been listening to it a couple times a year for, since 2013. I've shared it with a bunch of people. Um, I really love just, like, the dark, gothic-esque. Um, it's, like, gothic electronic, and not gothic necessarily music style, but gothic um, the the art movement, like that yeah, dark and style, um, hard edges Lots of ridges. Uh, it's got yeah, a lot like of like, crackle to it. That way. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a lot of crackle. Um, a lot of like the, glitch the... stuff in electronics. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Which I think it's it's a... I'm sure there are other albums that are a lot like this, but I haven't really dealt with a gothic electronic album much. And I, I think he does such a nice job with it. Um, it it's very... 
appropriately titled too. Obsidian being a dark, hard surface. Um, mm. It's like slippery. It's shiny. It's been used for weapons for thousands of years. It was uh, before iron. It was the main um, weapon usage, and it's you know if you can manage to break into it. it. Exactly, you can kill White Walkers with it. Um, yeah. But if you manage to break into it, generally it shatters. Um, mm-hmm. It's very poetically named, um, and I mm-hmm. love his lyrics. I've always been very interested in it. Um, the one that always stuck out to me was Incompatible, I think. Just oh, all yeah. of that description, that whole, like, um, From a slowly lot of the... dying relationship is yeah. just... Fucking yeah, I think that's like a really evocative song, but it seemed mm-hmm. like from reading reviews of this and stuff, it seemed like that one was a little too much for some people. <laughs> like maybe, maybe like a little too, a little too blunt when he's mm-hmm. like, you know, nurse this erection back full to full health or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the whole like everything. And it, and it's I like it's, it's like the lyrics are fucking depressing on that they are song. So because you know um, you got the blunt on the yeah lyrics. oh for sure. Yeah. Um, but you got the the main chorus uh, or the main bit like first boyfriend we lived in the same house we shared a toilet seat mm-hmm. and like that little bit being that's the most intimate thing really about their relationship is they share a toilet seat mm-hmm. that's all he cares about other than that it's all about sex it's, it's just all about how there's no feeling in it yeah that's no uh... roll o- <laughs> no, like the at night you roll over and introduce yourself um, mm-hmm. being obviously they start having sex of some level but it's it's as if they don't know each other and every single night it's the same thing um it's mm-hmm. it's so poignant it's so good honestly i really really am very taken by that song yeah. happened since i first really heard it um you also, have the, you also have the kind mm-hmm. of meaningless sex theme and in, in no eyes too yeah 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 just my second favorite track yeah. Yeah. No Eyes is excellent. They're all honestly, um there are moments where I'm not super into it. Um I think they're all good and there are great parts in every song. Um but the the main ones that stick out to me are worsening. I love I love when uh the melody picks up in worsening and gets a bit chaotic. Um Miasma Sky Ironworks is really great. Um yeah, honestly, I generally enjoy both, all of them. After Incompatible, um, I enjoy No Eyes, but the album starts sort of falling off a little bit for me. Um, I think... It, you don't like it, Phaedra? I know, I like them. Um, okay. I think they're all excellent, <laughs> but I think none I of them Phaedra. quite get to the same level as Incompatible for me. Okay. Um, but that being, it doesn't fall off, like, it just dips a little. It doesn't quite fall off, that was the wrong word. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm I'm really partial to this. I was really looking forward to trying to listen to some some of the Geotech albums, the ambient <clears> ones he did. Um, but I forgot to look into them, so I yeah. No, I want to I want to get around to those. I'm interested to see what he does there. But because uh, um, yeah, I bet I think, he would do some incredible ambient stuff. Yeah, they're probably pretty cool. But uh, I think this album does a really good job. Because I think one of the dangers when you do this kind of you know subject matter in your lyrics is to you don't want to come across as like tacky and like forcefully edgy or anything, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I can see this album coming across that way to some people, but I don't know. I think, I think he pulled off that, uh, you know, that balance really well. Like, like in the song, no eyes, when you have those kind of lyrics, like, uh, it's only a matter of come and fuck me. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I thought the delivery of the song was great, but, 
you know, with some different choices, that could have been one of those moments where I'm just like, oh, Jesus. Super late. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It totally well, could be. I yeah. think part of that is his, his voice works really mm-hmm. well for it. Um, he's got he's got a vocal timbre and that 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 like it rides on top of these really weird dark electronic beats mm-hmm. and this really weird dark crackly production really well mm-hmm. and like the the difference in mood created just by the timbre of his voice and the timbre of the the track that he's on is like really stark to me mm-hmm. like yeah, I think it's one more edge to that sort of gothic um, look, because it's just one more sharp point that juts out from the rest of it, um, which is one of the many reasons I like it. Because as you said earlier, when you first start the album, you do not expect his voice to be in all falsetto, all sort of light, um, and poppy even, most yeah. of the time, which is I, I one of the things that was interesting, a lot of, um, or not a lot of, but a number of the reviews that I dealt with, uh, some people had trouble with how poppy the album is, which is kind of hard to which describe this as poppy. Yeah. Because yeah. like, it definitely is, but yeah, there are not moments, there, are, but... there are hooks, for sure, in the yeah. beats. And, like, where, where whenever, there's, whenever there's, there's instrumentation that isn't electronic, it is pretty poppy. Like the piano riff uh, in, I think it was No Past Lives? Um, maybe. Yeah. I think it was No Past Lives, the the little piano reef that was like, oh yeah 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 that the very like baroque esque really uppy like that's a commercial for candy. Actually, that's like that's like one of the that's like one of the only that's like one of the distinct moments on this album that I don't like is that piano bit in that song. Yeah, and I I I feel like I get what he was doing. Yeah, but I don't. It's it, to me it, like it always feels like it just like there. stalls the song and then just like oh here's a little piano diddly and it's like I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, the piano it, the piano thing doesn't really develop either. It's just the same yeah. like like seven or eight times. It always it always yeah. feels like and a road I, bump I, to me when it comes up. I'm like oh, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think <laughs> it's supposed to like as yeah. I read it along with the way his lyrics move and the, the depressive nature. Um, it feels like the sort of forced upbeat nature or the forced upbeat like thing that happens when someone's depressed you know you have those moments where things are good things are good mm-hmm. things are good i'm great yay now i'm gonna go to this gay bar and fuck some guy i can't really know or see it's gonna be fine whatever i don't care <laughs> and that's what i kind of took it as yeah as like well, then and, uh, and you uh, fall depression way more than i like just <laughs> 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 That's not how I. That's that's not how I deal with depression. That's not. That's not my go-to. It's like, oh, okay, no, no, no everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Just a gay bar. Speaking Has speaking of stranger like stranger danger sex. Speaking of like weird lyrics that like maybe work because you can't understand exactly what he's saying. Mm-hmm. The end of that song, "No Past Lives." Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys know what he's saying there? I don't remember. Logged. It's like some rectal thing. It was my parting <laughs> lie, and I'd wrapped it all in all the bows, lodged in the rectal wall of agony. Hell is our only home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. I, I love it. I already hear uh, members of Death Clock saying, that's fucking brutal. Right? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Like, Damn. Well, that's so Whoa. brutal. Man, I wish we would have come. Oh, that was brutal. Oh, brutal. <laughs> brutal. God. 
Uh, I would love Death Clock to cover that song. Well, yeah, but even with like lyrics like that, like I mean, when you say it like that, it just it kind of sounds kind of tacky. Like, but it whoa! Never, <laughs> it never, yeah, but it never sort of it, every time that I listened to the entire record like that, it never came across to me as tacky. No. At all. Even even with the lyrical content, when it could be really really blunt, like that, he was able to pull off saying stuff like that that seems kind of extreme. And mm-hmm. um, if it if it would have been done in a different way, like it probably would come off as pretty tacky and a little bit too <laughs> forward. But he's able to pull off not doing that and be able to convey the emotion of something like that actually kind of genuinely. And that's nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, was, that was one of my favorite parts of the record is that he would say things like that. That after I looked up the lyrics, I was like, man, this is kind of, this is a little forward, but... This is a little much. Yeah, and I, but, I yeah. think it maybe it contributes a little bit to it being a little bit poppier than Cerulean, but it's... Yeah. It... It was, um, it kind of, it, it, I guess like the music and the beats really do kind of harsh, at least sort of, uh, help out in not making those lyrics sound as, as blunt and as, um, and as forceful as they are. And I think it's his vocal style too, because he does not oh, sing yeah. bluntly or forcefully. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. Like I, you compared it to, um, to, uh, to Postal Service. My, my thought process was, especially because of his falsetto was it's just like, man, this is like, this is like Passion Pit, but a little bit darker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that, that, that was sort of that was sort of something that I immediately jumped to when I was listening to it, and I think his falsetto helped out with that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's the same contrast for me that you hear between his voice and the music, and uh, and the yeah the the instrumentation is the same contrast that you hear between his voice and the thing, like the words he's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the one that's right? most like, like most apparent with that, where which is ironically the most popular song, Miasma Sky is so bluntly dark like the oh, yeah. you know yeah it's just the, shot, like are you maybe like two, here to help me hurt myself yeah. and um, it's yeah and it's just so like, accessible yeah because the yeah, whole point yeah. of that song is like seeing everything in the world as like some invitation to death <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that's all it's about yeah. and he just yeah, like repeats I mean, those lines and it's like so catchy <laughs> you yeah know? And, yep and maisma like itself like i looked up the definition of maisma and it was just kind of like well that's gross like it's basically yeah. like the stench of death in the air. That's what my mm-hmm. is. It's like it's this overbearing stench that is terrible, and it's just yeah. kind of like, oh, so it's an entire sky of that. Oh, that's nice. Yes. That's that's yeah. fun. <laughs> that's pleasant. Yeah, but it, it really is. It's like it's the catchiest. It's the most accessible song on the album, and it's and, describing yeah. something like that. Tall rock and shelf. It's... Are you here to help me hurt myself? Like that's like. Yeah. Am I going to jump off of you? Yeah. yeah. Like that's am exactly. I am I going to break my body on the rocks? Like that that's what it is. But you don't hear that when he's singing it. And I do though. I mean I, I know everyone does. It's not like who oh, I do. But it's it's fascinating because we talk about tacky lyrics and that one is the closest one to it for me because I'm like, "Whoa, that's really weird." And I well, think it's incredible that it's what would be the tackiest lyrics given any other circumstance, but he gets away with it. So so, so I think you I think you misunderstood. Like I'm not saying you don't hear those words. Oh no no I know. Yeah, I just, like, I'm so fascinated by it. For for me it's like you hear the words but you don't hear the emotional tone, right? Like mm. to me because, see, because yeah, the, the emotional tone is is in contrast to what the words are. Yeah. Um and it, it's like it's kind of I think there's a similar thing with some of the stuff off of uh, Carrie and Lowell last year where like the lightness of Sufjan's voice belied the darkness of his lyrics. Um, that was a fucking dark album. There was no point where I wasn't like, wow, yeah. 
That Fuck. was that was also, that was also probably Sufjan's darkest album. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, there there are parts of Chicago or not Chicago, but Illinois. But that's the song that I thought of off the top of my head. Mm. And then you know, uh, uh, you've got Cashmere Polanski Day. Day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one's like Pulaski Day. Is but it's an up, like, that one's about sort of falling in love with a girl with cancer. Like it's just yeah. like yeah. I don't know how you could get darker than that. And then, and then questioning your religion and everything. Yeah, mm. from so. front to back. So I definitely get what you're saying. Um, mm. But it's because normally, like as someone who has trouble hearing lyrics and really can't get away with not, I can't like actually hear what they're saying. So I have to kind of, I don't know, imbue my own thought upon the few lyrics I can pick up. I never had trouble understanding what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Like from the first listen, I was like, oh, this is upbeat. And then the whole, um, the, the latter half of the song, when he starts introducing the otherwise, uh, what is it? You're nothing really good for me, or something like that. What is it? Uh, it's like, yeah, it's like otherwise, there's nothing you can do. Otherwise, for me there's very like little you can do for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, and like it introduces it in half, like a, a different part of the um, the chorus, and then it it kind of wiggles its way into. So it's like a. Uh, I don't know, an offshoot thought you have at some point, and then eventually it aligns itself with the are you really here to hurt myself, or, yeah, help, hurt myself, help me hurt myself, and then it's like, otherwise I don't care, I don't want you in my life, move on. And it's so blunt, yeah. it's insane. Oh, yeah. it's great. Another thing I immediately like, liked about the lyrics in this album is uh, a lot of, like, phrases, like, the first couple times I listened to this album just, like, stuck with me immediately, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't just, like, because, you know, you hear tons of stuff with, like, dark lyrics and stuff, but I think he did a, a really good job of you know, phrasing things in a way that, you know, that line, like, sticks in your head afterwards. Yeah. Um, or at least it did for me. Absolutely. For sure. These are, this is like, uh, as a 14-year-old, write that shit on your wall. <laughs> yeah, write that shit on That your wall. parents walking like, what the fuck is that? Tall rock shelf. <laughs> Just scribble it into that journal. Just yeah, I know, fucking it. cut it in Just with your knife. Not even, not even writing it nicely. Just like yeah. ham-fisted. Just draw that stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. and then you're going to counseling. <laughs> it's right next to uh, the lyrics from the neighborhood or whatever. What was it you had on your wall, Camden, the Arcade Fire? Oh Jesus, yeah, I had the lyrics from the opening track of that album from Funeral <laughs> <laughs> when I was when I was nice. fourteen or whatever. Yeah, it go right next to that. It'd be perfect. Excellent. That is embarrassing. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. The Arcade Fire is pretty good. I was about to yeah, funeral. Funeral is like That's, no, it's a great kind of it's one a great of the album. best albums ever. So yeah, it's yeah. a great it's, album. It's fine. That's, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't at this point in my life write that on my wall. But yeah, yeah. at fourteen, you did much much better than I did. Um, What'd you have written on? I could have done worse. I I didn't have anything written on my wall. I wasn't allowed to. Yeah, me neither. (laughs) My dad collects antiques. I could not do that. Piece of shit. So yeah, I I didn't have I didn't have that that available to me. Um. So yeah, like I mean, I I know. Let's see here. Fourteen would have been eighth grade. This was before I had discovered. Modest Mouse and Franz Ferdinand, so I wasn't listening to cool stuff yet. Mm-hmm. So I was probably still like listening to Linkin Park or something like that. Yeah, yeah, oh, man, that's about right. Speaking of blunt but corny lyrics, Jesus. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good comparison. Yeah, no, that's a very accurate comparison. Bats mm. gets away with it. However, yeah. if you want an example where you can't, 
Here's Lincoln Park. Listen to some Lincoln Park, yeah. <laughs> or you can listen to the thing they did with Jay Z, and that's actually still pretty good. I don't know. No, there's certainly some. I still. And I don't know how much of it is nostalgia, but I still enjoy listening to it. But I guess I still can enjoy listening to some Incubus because I listen to so much of it. <laughs> Same sort of. We, my friends have a thing where we call, like, someone will talk about, like, oh, look at these deep lyrics, and we always call it Incubus Deep. Like, yeah. oh, we're like oil and water. <laughs> yeah, nice. Well done. Well guys. done. Well done. <laughs> oh, it's did any oh uh, I wanted to mention the track Earth Death I don't think that's come up yet really Earth, quick Earth uh, not. let's take a look no um, that at all yeah I I, I kind of like how that to me felt like the only point in the album where the instrumentals got like really heavy that's the one where like everything sounds just kind of like blown out and like you know pounding. And then over the, that instrumental, he's just like saying, "Like, come kill me! I seem so brittle, or whatever." Oh shit, like, that's right. Yeah, that was mm. that was pretty intense. Um, yeah, I thought. I think one of the like one of the only problems I had with this album is I, you know, that one piano riff in "No Past Live" kind of kind of annoys me. And then I really like "Earth Death," and I think it's like a good, heavy, uh, like dramatic ending. And then "Inter" is kind of just like. I don't. I don't really know that that song doesn't really feel like it really goes anywhere for me. It's, it's kind of like a yeah. More, I always feel like Earth Death is the end, and then it yeah, just it's kind of like, like that oh, one's shit. the more instrumental one where it's just kind of like uh, you know, yeah, sometimes not, like not really singing and... anything, but just uh, kind of making vocal sounds over like a yeah. pretty like light instrumental. It seemed kind of like half-assed for an ending, I thought, but. Uh, I yeah, 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 I wonder if he ended with Earth Death and was like, I, you know, I did some bleak shit on this album. Yeah. I don't think I want to end that bleak. <laughs> with a song called Earth Death. Yeah. Yeah. Kill me. Kill me. Yeah. Kill me. Yeah. And, That'd uh, be rough. Yeah, Enter really did feel, because sometimes an album will end and it's just like, okay, that was the last track. That's how this mm-hmm. was supposed to end. And then sometimes they'll have like kind of a... A track where it's just sort of like, no, 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 we're gonna, we're gonna like, turn hey, on we're gonna hang, hang around. Twenty nine yeah. millions minutes of here's, silence. Yeah, here's it's like here's the exit can, music. Uh, yeah, it's exit music. Like it's just kind of <laughs> yeah. like, here you go. The lights are up. You can walk down now. You can leave your popcorn where it is. We Credits are playing. In. Yeah, it's just like, and again, you can leave and you can discuss what you heard or what you saw. Yeah, and um, yeah. and Enter did kind of feel like that. Like it did yeah. kind of Which... feel like. Mm-hmm. Here's exit music for yeah. for the for the album that you just had. So it was mm-hmm. nice because it was kind of softening all of the crazy crap that you were hearing <laughs> throughout. The Which it, album. it would make sense for the name too. Enter like implying that it's an in between, in between maybe this and the next period of life, in between yeah. this and something that you want to do to lighten the mood. Mm-hmm. Um, so the name would make sense for yeah. that, and I think that's a good point because I certainly hadn't actually like considered that. Yeah, um, yeah. So I like that more that it's ending credits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that makes a little more great. sense that way. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I mean that that's like a small issue I have with the album. It doesn't really affect my opinion of it that much. I think mm-hmm. I just think ending on Earth Death probably would have been a bolder move. But uh, very big. Yeah, makes sense. Um, True. But I mean, yeah. Overall, like I still really really like this album. So definitely get a Ric Flair from me. Yeah, I think this gets a Ric Flair. Yeah. I'd say out of the the like forty or fifty albums from our top album list from the Mint in 2013, yeah, this check is out that playlist. All one of the ones, one of the ones. Yeah, yeah it's like this, 
um, New History Warfare Volume Three. Mm-hmm. Like, there's about five or six albums I listen to consistently, and this is up there. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to see how that happens when you like make your end of the, the year list, and then like several years later, see which ones you're actually still listening to. <laughs> you, know? you know, we've got a category for that. Yeah, we do. Anybody <laughs> actually start listening to that stuff? Because I have a playlist. Oh no, fuck! And I, I need because it's fucking October, and I haven't started my playlist for um, end of the year best or mm. listen to the 20... 2006 album of the year. <laughs> and there's some good albums on that list. It's going to be yeah. hard. 2006 was really good, if my memory yeah. serves me right. Like, it was. 2006 was really Yellow great. Card put out a good album. <laughs> huh? For God's sakes, even Who Yellow did? Card. <laughs> Yellow Card? Hey, they just released an album, yeah. too. Did you, did you listen to it, Camden? <laughs> no, I did not listen to the new Yellow, Yellow Card. Yellow Card, best album in 2016. It's their yeah. last album, I think. Yeah, I we could give the album of the year for this year to Yellow Card and the album of 2006 to Yellow Card. Check. Let's just <laughs> oh, rip that. They deserve it. They work so Actually, hard. guys, you know what we'll do instead? Anything else. What? Literally yeah. anything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's right. Guys, yeah, I think it's I think... time um, that we start our, our wrap-up. Yeah. Uh, where we start rapping. We start rapping. This is the rap segment. If anyone wants to freestyle, now is the time. If no one wants to freestyle, I don't really have any exciting music. Thank except that God. um <laughs> news that is. Except that Spotify <laughs> might buy Always SoundCloud. <laughs> which would fun. would be kind of a weird thing. Um and given like what happened mm. with uh, SoundCloud in the last year who knows what what that would mean it might mean that everyone's soundcloud is just now on spotify which would be a really weird thing mm-hmm. um, but there are there are rumors that there are talks happening uh about about that so we'll have to see how that develops yeah. in the meantime we're at the sounding board you can reach us on twitter at not always music on facebook at sounding board podcast uh, by email, soundingboardpodcast at gmail dot com. You can reach uh, Ted at L- Lil Theo the Ho. On there's, some <laughs> That's un- <right. laughs> there's some underscores in there. Um, what a good name, Camden. Are you Killa Cam nine oh seven? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's so good. <laughs> I feel so much better about my Twitter handle right now. <laughs> yeah, you can <laughs> so much better. You can tweet at Reeves. That's totally a doable. Oh thing. yeah, no, it totally is, and um, that's also probably the best way to keep track of when I'm on air at KEXP because I'm still uh, filling for overnights. So that would nice. be the best way. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, at KEXP DJ Reeves. That simple. Sweet. That that's easy. dumb. How people know that you're way cooler than them in Call of Duty, if that's your name. At KillaKEXPDJ. <laughs> yeah! There you go. No that's what it needs to be. No. Perfect. Uh, then no so fucking At Smoke Blunts Every Day. At, at, at Weed Weed Weed. weed. <laughs> I don't even smoke. I don't, I don't smoke. I don't play Call of Duty. What the hell? Why is that my thing? No. No. Smoke Beast Reeves Richards. <laughs> Smoke Beast. <laughs> this is why I do cocaine. I don't actually do cocaine. At King of Cocaine. Reeves Richards. For, for the record, don't actually do cocaine. Uh, it's literally beer and that's it. Um, and whiskey. But, uh, so at DJ Reeves is the best way to, uh, to reach me on Twitter. And uh, that's where I post stuff about when I'm going to do a show or what I'm listening to. So 
or whenever the Denver Broncos play football, because that's something that I care about way too much. <laughs> oh, man. How's it? They've been doing all right. The Broncos? The Broncos, this year? yeah. Been... They have done surprisingly well. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was, I was full on, like, after the one the Super Bowl, I was like, do what you want. Go 2-14. I don't give a shit. Like, I was, I was full on just, like, waiting for them to just fall off a cliff, and then they're not. They're actually really good. So they're going to get my hopes up again, and then it's going to get dashed. It's going to be great. <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> but we won the Super Bowl, so I don't care. Nice. That's all, that's all it Doesn't, really takes. The, the season theme for my older brother and I, because we're both huge Denver Bronco fans, is doesn't matter one Super Bowl. Like, anything <laughs> bad happens, like, we'll complain about it, and then immediately after it's just be like, yeah, but we won the Super Bowl. And so it's just kind of like, it really does, it heals all wounds. Like, it it actually gets me through the day sometimes. Like, if somebody cuts me off in traffic, I'm just kind of like, eh, but the Denver Broncos won the Super Bowl. So, so I'm everything really is right. You mentioned that part because I was like, Broncos, basketball. <laughs> <laughs> and then you said Super Bowl. I was like, football. That's, a, that's the football one. Got it. Football. Figured it out. I'm so. Football doing... Americano. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would like one football Americano, please. Um, you know what else feels all wounds? This um, Band-Aids. Both of those things. Uh, but also the sweet, sweet sounds of Camden Taylor wait, in the no, electronic no, 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 section. No, 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 We haven't is this, done is this podcast very done? important. Are we done forever? <laughs> Are there no more episodes? No further... I was about to ask you guys to play. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck off, Sting. <laughs> Wait, is this the last episode that you guys are yeah. doing? No. Ever. Apparently. No. That's what it sounds uh, like. Ted has picked an album for next week. Oh, okay. Which Josh forgot about, which means he didn't listen to at all this week. That's like true. Asshole. I told you last week, so you could spend all the time you needed to listening to it, because this album deserves it. What was it? Oh, are we going to list it? I thought we were yeah, going to no, podcast. Yeah, we're going to listen to it. It's oh, going to happen. Yeah, I, don't, so I don't know confusing. what this album is, so I'm actually kind of excited. I don't know. Uh, we're <laughs> listening to the 2005 New Jabe's album, Modal Soul. Did uh, you Japanese. tell me that, or did you only tell Cameron I told that? you that. I told you that. Because you were sure? like, I don't know how to spell any of those things. Modal and then you were Soul. Like, Modal Soul, New Jabe's. It's N-U-J-A-B-E-S. He's a really cool um japanese producer and he was uh one of his most famous songs was the theme song for samurai shampoo um oh i know that song shing o2 a japanese rapper it's a cool album you're gonna really dig it that's why i wanted to give you an extra week to listen to it you asshole i was listening to baths (laughs) yeah well very uh, important very important uh all right all right now if you would be so kind play us out and the sweet, sweet sounds of baths, particularly influenced by Obsidian. <laughs> Who wants to do the vocals? <laughs> oh, I'll do the vocals. You'll do the Give vocals. Me that, All right. Wow. <laughs> I'll, pr- I'll try to do uh, <laughs> my Asma Sky. You can do the vocals. Okay. I'm just going to crackle. All right. All right. Yeah. Cool. I'll go. Give me that fat cock. You are you have a beautiful voice. That's that's not how that song goes. We Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that was a new thing. Yeah, you haven't been listening to the end of the podcast though. No, I haven't. The best the best part of that is they've been getting progressively worse way worse <laughs> the, the, the first two <laughs> okay the first 
after after like the second one. Like the garbage. first couple were pretty funny. And now yeah. I kind of cringe every time this comes up because I, I, I know Josh be... is going to ask me. I might have to, yeah. like, next time just be like, I'm not doing it. Okay. We'll put like... that to bed when <laughs> you it. stop looking up music news on the spot. No, no, I, I looked that up beforehand. Um, I had just forgotten. No, we might have to take that outside behind the shed and uh, shoot, shoot it. in the head. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining me. We will get together again next week to talk about Moto Soul.